Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita, because your perfume is smelling sweet. Since when I saw you down on the Migrant crisis is coming to many cities across this country. We talked about the latest brawl with a whole bunch of migrants at a migrant shelter in New York and Randall's Island, where they were fighting the cops who went there to arrest somebody. They started throwing chairs at them. And then Mayor Eric Adams was asked about it. He said, well, you know, it's not surprising. These kind of things happen. Uh, when people are cooped up, making sort of excuses, if you will, for why this behavior was happening. Like, poor them for being cooped up as opposed to, well, maybe they should appreciate some of the things they're getting courtesy of New York taxpayers. And this isn't just isolated, of course, all of these problems to New York City. It is all over the country. And we've seen in the southern border, for example, over 20,000 Chinese military-age men have been crossing the border. Why is that? It's not like China just kind of lets you go and suddenly well-dressed suitcases, nice suitcases crossing the border. Uh, they don't seem to have an explanation why they're all suddenly showing up at an enormous rate, much more than ever before. They Last year, 20,000? And now suddenly, uh, the year, two years before, the amount in 2021 was 450, 450 compared to 20,000. Why so many now suddenly coming into the United States? Because they know it's wide open? Or do they have other tendencies, other plans in store? That's why wide open borders is an enormous, enormous issue. And Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, We talked with her earlier in the week. This was really interesting because she is so deeply, deeply concerned at what's happening, not just obviously in the southern border, but the northern border, because she is seeing an enormous influx of people crossing on the northern border and finding ways to come into this country any which way but loose. Take a listen to what she had to say. So this is an issue. I've been up there a number of times now. Uh, We met with Customs and Border Patrol a couple of weeks ago again 
uh, for a, a roundtable discussion. I'm going to be doing another one tomorrow in the district just because it's becoming a huge issue. And I'll, just a, a lot of this problem, uh, obviously, we have huge issues with our immigration system affecting both borders. But because the southern border is just such uh, you know, such such a huge task. So many of the Customs and Border Patrol agents have been displaced and sent to the southern border because of the resources. We need we need actual manpower down there. And another thing that's really causing a lot of this problem is obviously the, the reverse in policies. The number one thing that I, I just had the, the former head of ICE uh, in New York tell me, uh, you know, the, the huge issues are the ending ending catch and release would be huge. Restoring remain in Mexico policy would be huge. And uh, and then the other things all have to do with New York law. And that's something that our governor and our legislature could do, which would give our border agents, but also New York police and troopers, uh, the ability to track down and find these illegal Ill- illegal immigrants. But she says the way the laws are on the book in a blue state like New York, well, it just invites bad actors coming in. Take a listen. We have this thing called the green light law, and that actually protects uh, anyone who comes in and gets a license or registers a vehicle, whether it's a car or a boat. And that information from the Department of Motor Vehicles cannot be shared with our law enforcement. And so if you have an illegal immigrant, for example, who goes to Mexico, they can be from anywhere in the world. The cartel can issue them a passport from Mexico, even though they're not a Mexican citizen. You know, this is they're experts at this. They travel on a one-way flight to Canada. They can go to Toronto or Montreal or anywhere near the border, Kingston. They get off the plane, no visa requirement. They meet up with a cartel member. They get them across the border, uh, sometimes through the St. Regis Mohawk Indian Territory, which is up there as well. And they get in there, and they're met by you know a human trafficker. We'll get them. The first thing they can do is go get a valid New York State driver's license. And if they steal a car or steal a boat and they're coming across any of the many of the waterways that we have that are all along this northern border, there's nothing the Border Patrol or the police can do. The next big thing that they have is this detainer loss situation. So if you detain someone who could be a dangerous criminal, who could be, you know, a murderer, who could be a, a, a child, uh, you know, a molester or, you know, a, somebody of that ilk. They cannot retain detain this person because of New York law. They have to be let go. And they're saying restore the retainer law where we could allow the police uh, to ha- come and, and do a background check, give them 48 hours to determine if this person is dangerous or not, and at least cut off that part of the dangerousness that's happening all, all along the border and those people getting into New York State. We're helping them do that by allowing by these laws that we have in place in New York. Yeah, we're helping them, and politicians are aiding and facilitating those laws as well, every single different direction. And that's why it's stunning to me. If you're looking at now the latest polls and different numbers, it's no surprise that Trump is leading in a lot of the polls because people are saying, wait a minute, we got a wide-open southern border, we got a wide-open northern border, we're seeing these people beating up police officers, again, this latest case. And then I brought up the $15,000 is sort of the new amount that they believe a family with two kids that are under the age of 17, $15,200 is what New York State is willing to give them in debit cards. Does that make any sense to you when there are so many people that are just good, hardworking citizens falling down on their luck that sure would love 
15000 Wouldn't you love a check for $15,200? Uh, do you see New York City or other cities giving you that? That ain't happening. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Andrew, line two. Andrew, your thoughts. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head, Nikki Haley. It sounds outrageous when she's down by more than 30 points, why she would hang in. But I think with the uh, Letitia James and the view, <laughs> you know, they want, you know, she's lurking around like a shark. But uh want to say Nikki Haley, my nickname or expression for her is uh, missed it by that much. Because Get Smart, remember Chaos and Get Smart, he would say, like, missed it by that much. <laughs> you no still one... love you still wait. Maybe we have the Get Smart theme just because you brought up the Get Smart again, Andrew, which here it is. <laughs> A tribute to you, my friend. Thanks so much. Let's go to Stan in Forest Hills, line four. Stan. Uh, Trump sells shoes to raise money. Sneakers. I gold mean, that's sneakers. how bad it is. Gold sneakers. Gold, oh, gold, gold sneakers. Totally. Stan, how did, you like, how did you like BJ's comment that maybe he was going to yeah, show up the, at the, the, the boring door? joke <laughs> that he is. BJ stands for boring joke. Now, I, I wasn't that funny. But let no, me tell you he's, something. He's something pretty you lively. haven't mentioned. All right, let's hear you've it. you've got dementia on. Oh, 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 it, oh, oh, that's a hard word. Go ahead. Here it is. Go ahead. We now know the FBI's informer lied. President Biden never got $20 billion, or neither did his son. You never talk about it because it eats in your crawl. And no, Homer actually, my, actually, Homer Stan, Stan, hold on a second, oh, Stan. Hold on. Oh, Stan, you Stan, Stan, actually, oh, act, hold on a second. There Go are ahead. a lot of Go serious ahead. issues with that particular informant, and as we are hearing, guess who vouched for him? Christopher Ray did, because he was doing a lot of business with the FBI for years upon years. And there are different stories out there. There are some that are saying that he was very credible and there's issues. There are others that say he wasn't vetted well. But Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, I would say would be a pretty quality individual, if you will, to verify an informant. He was aware of the informant. He backed the informant. And guess what? The whole investigation wasn't based on that. I mean, there are a lot of other pieces to this, Stan. You seem to think, like, there's, like, tons of pieces tied to this. And you know what will be really interesting, Stan? Because Joe Biden's brother, Jim, uh, who many say was sort of the nuts and bolts of the case, uh, he's going to be coming up tomorrow. And guess who's coming up next week? Hunter Biden. Uh, but, Stan, if an informant falls apart, I have no problem admitting it. And guess what? When Christopher Ray is the guy who was backing him and talking about what a quality informant he is, that also gives some credibility. And it should give a lot more credibility than anything that you or I say because we don't know who the informant is. So obviously it wasn't like some uh, grandmaster setup. Uh, clearly they missed the mark on that one or at least need to get more details. But there's a lot more to the story than just one informant in the case. Now, let me just ask you. Do you actually think that the country's safer now, Stan? Let me just ask you an honest question. Aren't you worried about never our open borders? An honest question. 
I'm asking. I'm asking. You never ask one that's honest. I, oh, yeah, oh, that's not an honest question, Jim. Well, that's not a fair question. Ask yeah, the question. The question Go is, ahead. do you feel safe in this country under Joe Biden? Do you actually think the country is safer under Joe Biden? Yeah, I do. Oh, my goodness. You asked the question. You want to, let me give it a, can I give an answer? Sure, thank sure, because so that's incredible. The Go queen, ahead. The host, the hostess with the most. Yes, thank yes. you. Just like, uh, what is it, Twinkies, right? Go ahead. Twinkies? <laughs> I'd rather have some Twinkies. Now, get me some. Let's yeah, I, that actually wouldn't be or bad. But, but, all right, look. but Go ahead. Yeah, I do think he's <laughs> You think I'm going to be safer under that traitor Trump? When he starts going after this, he is, a, and he's going to do what he does with uh, NATO. He wants to. We will not be safe with this guy. It will be worse. Trend times worse. What are you kidding me? That Stan, that is not possible. There's no way we could be worse because I have never seen such a shameful selling America under the bus. And guess what? The head of NATO, Stolenberg, who's not exactly uh, not exactly like a, a bleeding conservative, he came out and actually said that what Trump was doing was a good thing for NATO in terms of asking for more money, because that was the basis of it. He said Trump complaining to these other countries made some of these other countries finally step up and do their part, and that has made NATO so much more secure and so much better. So, you know, I would say when that guy says it, again, uh, Trump's point about more money, should he have said it differently? Yes. But his point about other people contributing to their own security, especially in their backyard, I think that that was an important point. And bravo to him for doing that. But Stan, you'll never see that. If you actually think that America is safer under Joe Biden, boy, uh, you need to stay back at Christmas and have the eggnog because you're drinking a lot of it tonight because that is one, that is one loaded answer with no basis in fact whatsoever. 1-800-848-9222. Wow. Stan says America's safer under Joe Biden. I think he's the only one who thinks that. You're listening to the Rita Cosby Show. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, you just heard Stan say incredibly uh, that America's safer under Joe Biden. Uh, boy, uh, that sounds like a guy who just had a lobotomy. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Tony, line five from Florida. Tony, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. First, I wanted to say something to Stan. Rita treats everybody politely and nicely she's a lady you on the other hand are a bully 
because every time you call, you shout at her and you bully her, and you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Thank you, Tony. By the way, by the way, at least he's consistent, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's about the only thing good I can say about him. Um, I wanted to say that the judge and um, Trump's case is a demon in human's clothing. And when it's his time to go on to the afterlife, hell's too good for him. Because not only did he find an innocent man guilty, his vindictive nature, his nasty nature came through when he gave him a $385 million fine with $100 million pre-interest, which I don't understand how that prejudgment um, interest, I don't understand how that's even possible. I never heard of such a thing. Yeah, they like predated it saying, okay, well, the decision, uh, the instance happened here and it should have been carried over. I mean, that is a remarkable thing. Um, just like you said, it It is. And you know, it's also remarkable. I don't know if you heard this, Tony, that tonight Letitia James is already coming out and saying that they are prepared to seize Trump's buildings if he can't pay the $355 million civil fraud fine, that they will start looking at his properties and trying to find enforcement mechanisms in court and will ask the judge to, quote, seize his assets. I mean, they're treating him like he's like Hannibal Lecter. Your reaction? Worse. They're monsters. They're all monsters. Because not only what they're doing to this poor man, I mean, what has he gone through? I can't even imagine the nightmare that he's going through. They're just monsters. And for, um, what's her name, Haley? I think Trump, you know, how he comes up with um, names for people. I think he ought to name her the Vulture. Ah, now why is that? Why again, Why did you pick that name? Because she's like a vulture waiting for something to die. She's she's waiting for something bad to happen to him where he cannot run for president. And she's just perched up on that tree branch with her claws dug in, watching every move he makes so that she can jump in and run for president. So he had to call her the vulture. That's an interesting phrase. Um, by the way, Tony, have you ever been on a safari? I went on a safari in Africa years ago. And uh, the vultures are like third or fourth on the food chain. Like you said, they're kind of waiting for the scraps, you know? Right, right. Yeah, we have, believe it or not, I live in Florida. I have a flock of them living across the street. I live in a forest. So I see them constantly. Wow. Well, it sounds like, first of all, it sounds like you live at least in a beautiful place. But that's, but yeah, I think yeah. you hit it on the head, Tony. And by the way, thank you for defending me. From Big Bully Meanie Stan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, But, you know, it's interesting. I think your point's an interesting one because it's pretty clear. I mean, she's not doing well in the polls. She's going to lose, it looks like, in her own home state in a matter of days. And she's wondering, well, maybe if Trump is locked up or whatever, maybe there's some chance I'll stick around. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. 
Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Cosby is on. are talking about migrant crime, the migrant crisis that is making every city in America a migrant city and the revolving door of justice that what a juxtaposition to what's happening to President Trump in America. There's oh, we're going to seize his assets. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We got criminal cases coming. We 355 million is not enough. Next phase is the criminal phase. That was just the civil phase. Buckle up, President Trump. Letitia James saying that she's planning to seize his assets if he doesn't comply. I mean, again, this is treating him like he's like a serial killer or something. I mean, this is unbelievable. And then in the meantime, those guys who were beating up the cops in Times Square, a number of them haven't been found. They got on the old bus to California and they're sipping margaritas. And then the one, remember, who did get caught, the church bails him out, 15000 And now we're hearing also of another case. Remember the one that happened, of course, with the migrants who were beating the NYPD cops. Well, then there was the case, of course, at Randall's Island. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But also in Chicago, four migrants from Venezuela robbed and strangled a strap hanger who was there on the subway system. And it was a Chicago guy who just happened to be minding his own business, a commuter, 49 years old. Suddenly, these guys jumped him. Uh, They get busted. They list as their residence a migrant shelter there in Chicago. Thank goodness the man survived. But one of the guys who was busted, what a surprise, had three priors robbing retail stores. So they had a whole series of crimes. It's very similar. And residents there in Chicago are like, we are fed up. We don't want to deal with this anymore. This is completely unfair. And they feel totally taken advantage of and are really furious to see what's been happening in that city. You know, and I want to play this. This is cut 21. This is some of the residents because they've had a couple town halls there in Chicago that have been downright feisty. Uh, take a listen to one angry Chicago resident fed up with the migrants there. And a lot of African-Americans there are feeling like they're taking a backseat to the migrants. Listen to this. From August of last year to December of this year, they will spend $252 million on the migrants. $252 million. 17,000 17, migrants come into this city. And just in Chicago. If we just break that in half and they become families, you got 8,500 families. Hispanics have 3.5 children. I'm submitting to you, in one generation, just one generation, the black vote will be null. They will have an additional 24,000 people on the voting rolls, along 
with the Hispanic population already here. They're playing chess, and you all are playing chess. You are damning our youth, our next generation, to poverty by you all doing these political speeches. One generation, our youth, our vote will be null in all of these six sanctuary cities. And what are you going to do about that? They are fed up there in Chicago. Now in Boston, they're coming out and saying it's going to be about $64 a day is what they're paying for migrant meals. Another sanctuary location. Welcome to the city of Boston. Then, of course, we have New York. Now, there's this recent case of an Amazon driver fending off an attack from a drunk, naked New York City migrant who luckily ended up in cuffs. Uh, but suddenly he's there delivering packages and a uh, naked drunk migrant comes out. Luckily, uh, he was able to sort of hit him in the head with a snowball. But boy, things are getting a little kooky there. And then at Randall's Island, this is another location where there's a huge migrant shelter. They went in. There was apparently a scuffle with a security guy. They went in to arrest a migrant. And then all heck broke loose. That's the new video that everyone's talking about where you see migrants throwing chairs at this female cop's head. Just such a total disrespect. It almost feels like that whole thing that happened in Times Square all over again. And listen to Mayor Eric Adams explaining the incident today. There is video on social media that shows officers trying to take a suspect or a person into custody under the Randall's Island shelter. There's a large group of people around the officers. Items are thrown at the officers. I don't know if you had an opportunity to view the video, what your thoughts are on the video. Is there any way to avoid um, incidents like this happening, especially in the wake of the assault of the officers in Times Square? And then I don't know if you have a reaction to the uh, Legal Aid Society lawsuit over vouchers and the city council approving a lawsuit as well. Yes, they, um, I saw the video and I was briefed this morning and we are going to have a follow-up uh, meeting. Uh, you know, we have, I think the numbers there are 5,000. Uh, how many we have at on Randall's Island? 3,000? 3,000 uh, uh, 3, um, um, uh, men uh, in that facility. Uh, the overwhelming number of them are carrying out the roles here, looking to take their next step. Uh, in the journey of uh, do you have uh, bad actors? Yes. And anytime you have uh, 3,000 people who are placed in an environment that they cannot work, uh, they have to sit around all day, uh, you know, things like this have the potential to happen. And I've said this over and over again. Uh, but the police officers went in. They carried out their job. They used the minimum amount. Uh, a force uh, to uh, take the person into custody. And we're going to do a review um, because of that video. We're going to be a review, do a review of some of the actions we want to take because I have to make sure our police department is safe and those residents who are there are also safe. And so we're still looking into this and I'm, I'm going to have a follow up conversation with the New York City Police Department, the security team that's there because each, each site has a security team and we, we did a complement of officers that are there also to assist. Uh, but, uh, this is, this is again, this is what happens when uh, you get this national problem on a city. We need the national government to assist in resolving this problem. And we need them to secure the border. And also, again, reports tonight that a family of four migrants with two kids under the age of 17 under this new plan, this $15 million New York City program to dole out pre 
paid credit cards to migrants. Well, the New York Post is reporting that they would get about $15,200 a year and maybe no limit in sight. That's incredible. So Mayor Eric Adams was asked about that, too. Here's what he said on that one. Mr. Mayor, there have been a number of questions raised about the uh, company that was hired to provide these uh, debit cards for migrants to purchase food. Um, Several questions, including um, the amount of money that they're getting paid, the fact that the same company was fired in Detroit because it was giving information about the credit card holders to ICE, and also questions about whether these uh, debit cards for food are um, good for people who are in hotels and don't have the ability to cook food. I wonder if you could answer all these questions and whether you're going to review the company and its actions to see if it's actually good for the, pro- for the project. So uh, we, we have to be, uh, I gave a mandate to the team, um, particularly our budget director, uh, Jack Chihai, uh, and stated we have to find a uh, 20% decrease in the dollars that we are spending on migrants and asylum seekers. We have to find ways to cut corners and bring down the costs. And while we're doing that, we also wanted to address the food waste issue, which, uh, mind you, 90% of the people were consuming the food, but they said it was a 10%, and we want to find a zero uh, loss to taxpayers' dollars, you know, uh, 177,000 people, we're required to give them three meals a day. We're required to uh, accommodate them and house them and their cleaning and all the other things. And what this city has done, without the support that we believe we should be getting from the national government, we have been picking up uh, the responsibility of doing so, and we've done a great job in doing so. International leaders have come and realized what we have done. Specifically with this card, it's a 500-person pilot project to see if it's successful. It is going to save us in the area of $7.2 million a year. Uh, I believe $600,000 a month. If If we just sit back and just state we're going to uh, just allow people to be here forever and just continue to hint taxpayers with dollars, not trying things new and different. We're not going to solve this problem. We are using this pilot to see if we're successful, successful. We're going to expand it if we're successful because we got to find successful ways of bringing down the cost and dealing with this crisis that taxpayers should not be paying. How does that make sense when they're just saying they're going to roll out this $53 million program? It's a check to see if it works, and then we might expand it. That doesn't sound like you're saving money. That sounds like you're adding money. And I'm telling you, New York citizens, just like in Boston and Chicago and in other cities across this country, are going, enough. Suddenly, a family of migrants is getting $15,000 a year and debit cards so they can go pick what kind of foods they want. It'd be great to go to a bodega and say, yeah, I'll just kind of take 10 of those and six of those and seven of those. I mean, where, what kind of planet are we on? Where are our priorities to help and protect our veterans and our taxpaying citizens and our American residents that are in dire crisis? Imagine what $15,000 could do to a homeless veteran, for example. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Phil. Line four. Phil, your thoughts about this. 
Hi, Rita. Good evening. Uh, three in a row. Here they are. First thing is that you're going to hand out $15,000 dollars a year to people. That's not enough to get a place to live. They're still going to be dependent on the city providing housing or shelter for them. The, se the second thing here is that this, this scheme by Eric Adams is complete hoax. It's not based on any state legislation, any state law where it's mandatory to take care of these people. That's, that, that's, a, that's a clear fact. And especially the ones who will violate the law, they're, they're, they're subject to minimum, if any, prosecution. My, my, my plan is very simple. I've got an interesting plan. Uh, why don't you give $15,000 a year to the homeless elderly, people in their 60s, 70s, and even 80s who are inhabiting the parks and, and sideways of New York City and the homeless vets. And even, I've got sad news for you, Rita, we even got homeless disabled people, physically and mentally disabled people out there. Yep. They aren't getting any of the benefit. And the final thing I just want to say is that in my book, I've got a I've got a very good plan. What you do is you set them up where you say, go back to your country and we'll mail you a check for so much every month just to keep you in, in, in the happy column. You know what? Um, listen, they're paying countries to, quote, help, even though they're not helping. Uh, it would probably be a lot cheaper, just like you said, if they said, hey, we'll send you there. As long as with the criteria that you use it and you stay in your country, you know, with with that caveat, uh, it's an interesting thought, Phil. Uh, you are not so far off from uh, what may work because clearly we're giving them incentives to come. Maybe we can give them incentives to stay in their own country. Phil, very interesting points. And everybody, we're going to continue after the break. 1-800-848-9222. And Phil was talking about veterans. So how perfect. Let's bring in and start our Support Our Heroes segment. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment. Of course, Tunnel to Towers does so much to support our American military and our great first responder heroes. This is a powerful story coming from Bellefontaine, Ohio, where World War II veteran Art Kemp of that community is having a Masters of Air moment as he celebrates 100 years, names appropriately after the series with Tom Hanks called Masters of the Air. Well, Air Force veteran Kemp is a true master of the air with 35 combat missions to his credit, along with the Distinguished Flying Cross and many other medals. He turned 100 years young just about a week ago, and he plans to mark it very soon with yet another flight into the wild blue yonder. The former tra uh, tail gunner and left waist gunner sounded thrilled as a 10-year-old uh, talked about the prospect of flying on a jet plane. And he said, you know what? I've never flown in a jet airplane in my life. He's more of a B-17 and a Cessna guy, but he says he's looking forward to flying with, of course, a skilled pilot in that type of plane uh, to the speed of a jet. And he's scheduled to do that in the near future and fly up to 500 miles an hour, he says, with excitement. 
Just to give you a little sense about this incredible veteran, he was drafted in World War II at the age of 19, eventually serving with the 351st Bomb Group out of Polebrook, England. And he was involved in advanced training at the British base when the Normandy invasion began on June 6, 1944. He said, we were on the base and we saw lots of plane overhead and knew something was happening. His squadron soon joined the campaign and his First uh, mission was a bombing run to Berlin, Germany on June 21st, 1944. Uh, He said it was a nine and a half hour flight to reach the targeted city, one of many extended flights that he would end up doing during his accomplished wartime service. Uh, Of course, he survived all of his wartime adventures. He returned to the States to serve as an Air Force training instructor for pilots before returning home to Ohio in 1945. And uh, looking forward to seeing him in that plane, uh, hopefully, as he soon celebrates a great 100th birthday. Thank you to you, sir, and, of course, all of you of the greatest generation and everything you have done to protect our country and to protect the world. And everybody, don't forget that America's heroes need your help. All you have to do is donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Simply go to T2T.org, T2T.org. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. And tomorrow, Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother, who many reports show that he was loaning his brother money tied to some of these business deals. Well, he is finally testifying behind closed doors We should be able to get a recap on that and a whole bunch more. 1-800-848-9222. And we're also talking about the migraine crisis. And speaking of Joe Biden, it's like an epiphany. Remember, he was like, oh, I can't change anything. Blaming everything on Trump, blaming even the border problems on the former president and, quote, MAGA Republicans, which is ridiculous because they have been trying to add back all the things that the president has rolled back uh, compared to what President Trump had, all the remain in Mexico and everything else. And they're like, you don't have to go through Congress. You could just change it in five seconds because you remove these things in five seconds. Well, what a surprise. Now there is word that in a leaked preview of next month's State of the Union address, Axios Media is saying that Joe Biden is planning before he has the State of the Union to issue executive orders that could dramatically maybe put a freeze on some of the flow of migrants into the Southwest. What a surprise. So then when he gets to the State of the Union, he's going to hope that everybody has amnesia and doesn't remember what he's been doing for the last few years and says, look, I'm securing the border. I, I did it an hour ago. I mean, this is so incredible. This guy... It just thinks that we're all going to forget what he has done and the 10 million plus that have come in under his time so far. But because it's an election year, he can't wait to twist and turn 
for political reasons. Let's go to Tony, line two. Tony, your thoughts about this. Isn't that amazing? Hi, Ria Kasi. What a great show tonight. Your callers were amazing, even Stan. And I want to tell you that President Trump, when he coined the phrase tonight, I think it was migrant crime. Yep. My favorite person today, and I think of this person when I think of what President Trump said, is Abu, the Amazon driver, who, when he saw an illegal sipping beer and pleasurizing himself, in the street and then stealing his packages, whacked him with ice. Yeah, yeah, he had a good old uh, snowball, Tony, you're right. Bravo to the Amazon driver! This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.